3CR. Community Radio. 855. AM. Asia Pacific Currents. News and labour issues from the Asia Pacific region. We strongly condemn the, the police that arrest uh, the protesters. Saturday mornings at 9 o'clock. On Community Radio 3CR. Workers of the world should unite to fight this greedy capitalist. Brought to you by Australia Asia Worker Link. Good morning and welcome to Asia Pacific Currents this Saturday the 20th of June here on Community Radio 3CR. I'm Giselle Hanna. And I'm Pierre Morrow and um, we'll bring you this week's program of Australia Asia Worklings here on your favourite community radio station 3CR Radio. And on today's program we'll just have a f- very few uh, announcements, um, um, regional labour updates because we've got an extended interview, a very interesting interview interview from uh, around uh, workers' issues in Cambodia um, with San Mora and uh, Jon Sinet, who were here just recently from the Cambodian Food and Services Workers Federation. So it's a bit of a long interview. It's about 20 minutes, but uh, I do um, uh, trust that you will uh, keep listening to it because it's very, very interesting. And of course, if you want to know more about uh, this program, Australia Asia Worker Links, you can locate us on the web or the w's.aawl.org.au. We, we're on Facebook and Twitter as well, and we regularly post news and information from the Asia Pacific region. Of course, this program is brought to you by Australia Asia Worker Links, and that number, if you want to get in touch with us, is 9663-7277. And of course, we've just had a radiothon last week was our Radiothon uh, program for 3CR. Um, we're a community-run station, so we need money. So um, we haven't actually reached our target, unfortunately. No, Giselle. this year wasn't uh, wasn't as uh, lucrative as previous <laughs> Radiothons have been. So we still are aiming high for our target. Our target is $1,400, and we're not even, we're, to be honest, listener, we're not quite halfway yet. So no, we're about 45%, <laughs> so there you go. So uh, you can call the station on 94198377 to pledge and contribute to our Radiothon and particularly to Asia Pacific Currents. That's right. And um, we'll go to our uh, Labor Roundup. Uh, Giselle, first of you, I think we've only got three today. Absolutely. And we're starting in China. And as we previously reported, many workers in China face precarious employment due to casualisation and contracting out. The death of sanitation worker in Shenzhen last month as he was sweeping has galvanised fellow workers to fight for better working conditions and against outsourcing employment arrangements. This same week, a report by the International Trade Union Confederation <clears throat> ranked China as one of the 10 worst countries for workers' rights. And, um, and the next um, item, we go to Central Asia, to Afghanistan. We don't often bring news on Afghanistan. But as listeners would know, Afghanistan is a country that has been engulfed in war for the last 35 years and where workers continually face incredible dangers. But notwithstanding this history, since the start of this month, thousands of high school teachers have been on strike in a coordinated campaign across the country led by the Teachers National 
National Council. The teachers' main demands are for better pay, less unpaid overtime, better career structure, and which is probably um, a very local uh, demand to Afghanistan, and distribution of land for teachers to build their own houses. Um, the teachers are facing repressive and autocratic government dominated by warlords. So um, we wish you all the best, comrades. And the fight for Aboriginal rights in Australia continues. The history of Australia is one that has been built on the colonisation, dispossession and attempted genocide of its Aboriginal populations. While there have been improvements, the reality is that Aboriginal people are still the poorest and most discriminated section of the Australian population. Aboriginal people are still fighting against governments, institutions and companies for their right to culture, land and self-determination. Demonstrations will occur all around Australia later this week. Um, So this is the 26th of June, so that's next Friday, um, to, uh, to protest against the latest attempts to force Aboriginal communities off their lands. So these demonstrations are being organised by a group called WAR, the Warriors of the Aboriginal Resistance. The whole point is to shut down major cities for one night to demonstrate just a snippet of what it's like to have your land shut down. That's right, and um, there's been good demonstrations before, and we hope they get um, many more thousands uh, this Friday as well. So that's the end of the news roundup. It's just on six past uh, nine o'clock. We're going to go here on 3CR Radio. We're going to have a quick uh, community announcement, and then we'll be back with the um, interview with uh, Mora and Sinyat. Wondering how you pay your donation to the 3CR Radiothon? Well, you can do so online at www.3cr.org.au or call us with your credit card details on 94198377. You can also come into the station at 21 Smith Street, Fitzroy during office hours and pay by cash, cheque or FPOS. Or simply post your cheque or money order to PO Box 1277 Collingwood 3066 and be sure to tell us which program you'd like your donation to go to. As I mentioned at the start of the, the program, um, um, earlier uh, this month we um, had the, the pleasure of hosting a couple of uh, trade unionists from uh, from Cambodia, San Mora and Yon uh, Sinyat, who are from the Cambodian Food and Service Workers Federation. Now, um, Cambodia, often in terms of, of workers' issue, often gets in the news around garment workers, but there's actually a number of other industries, and certainly the uh, tourism and hospitality industry is a quite a um, expanding one and there are a lot of um, struggle a lot of campaigns around workers issues so um, uh, this interview as I said it's a bit of a long one but gives a, a really good overview of the range of issues that um, workers in Cambodia face can you give us a bit of background for our listeners about the general situation for workers and unions in Cambodia at the present moment the labor force is about 9 million people, and it was 14% in the garment industry and textiles, and also about 26% in the service of workers, every service. The rest is about the agriculture, the farms, 
and also the informal economies workers like the street vendor markets people small enterprise i can give a general situation of a labor movement in cambodia we start uh, having like the union movement in 1996 so it's about uh, 20 years old until now mostly uh, workers are organized in uh, garment industry the investor start investing in cambodia after 1993 1993 election and more cambodia have opened the free markets so more investors come and then uh, where they are starting with the uh, textile industry. So we see that in that time, a worker was having um, bad working conditions, so the union is starting to organize in that time. And uh, now we see that in, in Cambodia, uh, government industry, tourist, food, and service sector, construction, and plantation is contributes a lot to Cambodian economy. And uh, Cambodian government is ruling for more than uh, 30 years already in Cambodia. And from uh, year 2000, they was uh, put uh, worker in uh, kind of poverty wage by increasing wage to the worker every uh, four years, where the living cost is increasing every year. So... Uh, that's why until now the the living uh, living wage is uh, the main uh, agenda for uh, Cambodian workers uh, fighting for. And Cambodia, we have on in terms of minimum wage, we have only in the textile industry, but we not yet have the national uh, minimum wage. We are we see workers in other sector like uh, food and service industry still depend on the employer giving to the workers. Some workers still get uh, 50 US dollar per month until today. So uh, we see that this is not a living wage for workers in Cambodia. At the same time, we see that workers are still fighting for uh, changing their working conditions, such as working hour, they still work long hour, and then annual leave, no uh, maternity leave, and they're still fighting for a good working environment, I can say, uh, occupational health and safety. Like Cambodia now, occupational health and safety is another uh, big issue, like workers still working in uh, the factory is not in good environment it's hot and then that's why work we, we see that from time to time like the government in worker they are venting uh, mass venting almost every month and then uh, transportation as well a few days before i came here like 20 workers was killed and then uh, more than 10 workers were seriously injured because of the traffic accident so this is the the big problem, and we see this problem was happened again and again. It's not just one, but many times already. But we didn't see any uh, intervention of uh, Cambodian uh, government or employer. So there is no uh, solution until for now. When we look into freedom of uh, association, I mean the right of the union and at the workplace for Cambodian workers, we see that uh, Cambodian worker is still facing a lot of uh, harassment for the for organizing, to especially in other sector besides uh, the textile because it's new industry and not many workers was organized and then many employers are kind of uh, Cambodian uh, employers so they are run their business by rely on uh, powerful rely on uh, high ranking officer in the government so.
they not kind of uh, try to comply with Cambodian labor law or respect worker rights in, term, in terms of freedom uh, to organize uh, the union. That's why there are a lot of dispute in terms of uh, freedom of uh, the union. And at the same time, we see the existing uh, Cambodian labor law. There are a lot of problems that violate to uh, freedom association for such as uh, requirement of uh, literacy, where we can see that 30 to 40 percent of uh, Cambodian uh, workers are illiterate. And the requirement of 25 years old, and we see that many workers are uh, younger than 25, and they start working from 18 years old, but uh, the requirement of the law is 25. And the other requirement of uh, uh, never convict of any crime. So we need to ask for the criminal record from Ministry of uh, Justice. Uh, Justice, where we have to spend money and we have to spend time. So that's what we see the existing Cambodian labor law is violated to uh, international standard uh, like uh, ILO Convention uh, 87 and, and 98. So this is uh, another issue. And to be a register, we have to give a notification to employer as well. And if employer not sign uh, to recognize that they are, have been notified, we are will not uh, able to register. So we did see this is the freedom of uh, union is it's in difficulty in Cambodia. At the same time, for now, the uh, government they attempt to pass a new trade union law, where we see the even more uh, restriction to the freedom of uh, union in uh, Cambodia. So such as uh, the requirement of high number of worker to form the Union and factory level, so you need to organize at least 25% of uh, workers to be able to organize union. We can see like uh, one factory in Cambodia, like more than 5,000 workers. So uh, how long can be, can you organize uh, those 25%? So this is, uh, we see the big problem and the law was given a lot of right to authority, a lot of right to uh, the court to dissolve or take away of the union registration from the union. So, but And then we see that in the context of Cambodian politics, the authority and judicial system in Cambodia is not kind of uh, independent or influenced by the powerful. So they can do uh, any time to stop the union activity or to dissolve the union. And this is another situation of uh, worker in Cambodia. Well, thank you for that. That was certainly a comprehensive look at the situation for workers. And certainly um, a lot of our listeners would know that in many countries in, in the world, employers always look for the less organised members of the workforce. And so I'd like to ask about women workers. Uh, what's the situation for women workers in general sense? In Cambodia, most of women workers, they work in the garment and textile industries. And a lot of young women from 18 to 40s. And if after 40, they will not working anymore. They will go back to countryside or look after their families. And also, most workers and young women workers work in entertainment industries. This kind of the karaoke clubs, beer garden worker, waitress of the beer garden, and also the restaurants. And they got a lot of harassments. 
like sexual harassment, their violence and also violence from the customers, extra violence from the their employer as well, and they get very low pays. Like my president already mentioned that some of them, they get about $50 per month. So they cannot live with that $50 per month. That's why they're forced to go out with the customers to accept the customers' uh, demands and requires, and they will get extra pay. So besides of hard work at their workplace, a lot of harassment, but they also go out with the customer to uh, get everything customer wants, and they have extra pay. So this makes our societies uh, very weakness and kind of they don't respect to the women's rights. And also, uh, even the maternity leave, they don't have even get the right for maternity leave. They don't get any pay. And if they are pregnant, sometimes even the pregnant, they will fired by the companies because, like the entertainment service, they will not uh, happy to get the pregnant women's worker at their workplace. So many things, including the childcare. Women's worker, when they have child, it have to be some uh, treatment service like uh, they have to offer them to operate the child care at the workplace. And in the law, it was uh, mentioned that it's about after 100 women worker in the company, that we must operate the child care offer to the women worker. But it was never happened in our country. And... When they have children or they have a kid, they bring to private uh, childcare, and it was cost about eighty two hundred dollar per month. So you will see how to compare with their monthly wage and monthly pay for the childcare. So extremely bad condition in our country, and it was never respect the women rights. I see at the same time with the new situation of a contract of worker, like short-term contract and casual worker, they, the women worker, they, they love of like maternity leave rights. You know, we, when they are get maternity leave, because in Cambodia the law is based on their seniority. If they are not kind of permanent worker, they cannot receive kind of uh, 50% pay. So they will lose that right. So we see that in Cambodia, women uh, worker they have right on to uh, take leave for three months. And then they get only 50%, 50%. pay unless they are held the seniority one for year. more than one year. So this is, we see that they, they, they love all that right. And we can see that the women worker, they, uh, with the short-term contract, I think it's not just the women worker, but all worker, they love the right of uh, join the union or they have been forced to work like kind of overtime or uh, on public holiday or on even on the day off. So uh, they cannot refuse for an employer to, to not to work overtime or this thing. You know, even, even like the women, they have like, if after they have matern- uh, maternity leave, they have another like right to spend one hour with their children for give them yeah, meal to their baby so all these things they will lose so this is uh, we see the new trend I think this is uh, will uh, not 
the kind of short-term contract and casual worker. I think this is the big problem in Cambodia starting. And I think also happened in Australia. So I, like I go been through first several days in Australia. So I see that uh, some union have complained of uh, all this problem as well. Yeah. And our country is... It's not just only they're in the short-term contract, but in some company, if they are not organized the union, so women, they lose right to have a maternity leave. Or even they have a maternity leave, but they don't get any pay. Also in the law, it's said the maternity leave for women workers who work seniority after one year, so they will get a 50% pay of their wage. So you can imagine... When they are alone, they get uh, 100% of their wage. But when they are extra persons, they have to spend more and more. So they have only get uh, 50% pay. And our countries, we don't have the pension aid. We don't have the health treatments. So everything is paid by ourselves. It's not our government responsibility to pay. So this is the main problem as well for women. They are in poverty because of they have extra pay, but they get uh, less pay for their wage. That sounds shocking and unfortunately it's something that happens uh, not just in Cambodia but in many other countries. So you organise in the food hospitality industry. Are you managing in organising workers and improving conditions? We see a worker in food and service industry. This is in Cambodia is quite a new industry and not many workers were organised. So... We are try our best try to expand our organizing to all the sector because we see that they are not yet have kind of minimum wage. They're still in a, a big problem on that. Their working conditions is many of them are the employers not comply to the Cambodian labor law. So their basic right, for example, like public holiday, annual leave, maternity leave is still limited based on uh, from company to, to company. So uh, still uh, we, uh, this is a big problem for them. So we are trying to organize that because we see that they are in poor and poor working condition and then also the way as well. And when we see to our member in entertainment uh, service, they are kind of, we see in Cambodia is more, they more marginalized because they are a worker who work in the restaurant, worker who work in karaoke, worker who work in uh, beer garden, as beer promoter, uh, who are a massage worker. And then in contact of Cambodia, they are working at, at the place where people are drunk. So they're always facing kind of sexual harassment, facing kind of violation. Because the customer drunk, sometimes they are forced them to go out with them. When they are refused, they are facing kind of a violation. And um, we see why all this thing happen because of uh, the wake, uh, their weight is still low. So people just accept all this uh, matter. 
the, all this uh, problem. So this is that why we need to improve and we bring more attention uh, from uh, the company and the public as well to be respect of the right of entertainment workers and also improve their working condition by improve the, uh, increasing the weight and to be more responsibility from uh, if they are a promoter, they need to have more responsibility from beer company because those uh, international beer company like Hanigan, like uh, Carlsberg, AB and Brew, all these big company, they they make a lot of money from Cambodian workers. So it's it's time that they are, need to be more responsible for that. And um, we also try to change the concept of the public. I mean, the Cambodian people like thinking of workers who work at as be a promoter at the karaoke all are. Uh, bad people, you know, bad girl. This is kind of stigma in Cambodia. Mm-hmm. When, like, sometimes uh, workers, when they go back to their home, they never tell their family that what kind of job they are. They just say they are work as a garment worker or work at the shop or something. So, uh, this is what we see their problem, and then that's why we are trying to organize them and to make the voice for them in, in this sector. You've been here in in Australia for a week or a bit more of a week. So as a final question, what are you trying to to get in your time here in Australia? First, it's really important to we can learn from each other and we can share all this experience and also information. I think it's it's good that Australian people to get more information about how the situation in Cambodia. If if in terms of textile industry, how Australian people wearing how their clothes coming from and how it's work. So, but it's in terms of other uh, situation like uh, worker in in the same sector how how the different between uh, worker up, uh, in in Australia and worker in Cambodia. So, and we see how in 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 the future we can how build the solidarity because we think that the the solidarity among the worker uh, it it can make a lot of change and can make a, a better place or better world for for all of us. So we we are experience of like uh, last year of uh, our common worker who are try to struggle for their. Uh, minimum wage and then there's a lot of pressure and there's a lot of solidarity from uh, friends from abroad so I uh, can make a lot of improvement for uh, government uh, workers as well in Cambodia so and we think that it's not just uh, for government worker but worker in the other sector as well we we, we need more solidarity from friends in, in Australia or in other countries so we think this is really important and how like uh, because like in Cambodia, uh, the, the social movement is still uh, very weak in how can the Australian uh, union or Australian people doing more support to the social movement in Cambodia because we are the people we should deserve, deserve in the same uh, life, uh, style, standard, living condition. Yeah, beside the government sector, but we also would like the Australian people's aware about the different industry in our countries and also uh, what kind of working condition of workers from different industries. They are working 
and as uh, I have mentioned, the bad working condition of uh, women worker who work in the entertainment worker, they got uh, looked down on from the their society, from the culture, from the people. So we would like to bring the issues from different sector to Australian people get aware and we try to find how we can support each other and how the Australian people can help us beside the government sector, but it also another sector like uh, service sector. We have a different union in Australia and we have a different union in Cambodia. So we try to build uh, the solidarity, unite and network and see we hope to have more intact and help each other in the future. Thank you very much, and all the best then when you go back to Cambodia. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. You're listening to 3CR. This is Billy X. Jennings of the Black Panther Party, Power to the People. And that was an interview that um, I did about a week ago with uh, Sun Mora and Yon Sinet, who were both from the Cambodian Food and Service Workers Federation. And um, that's all that really we've got time for, Giselle. And you've been listening to Asia Pacific Currents, brought to you every week by Australia Asia Worker Links here on your favourite community radio station, 3CR Radio. We'll be back next week. My name is Pierre Morrow. I'm Giselle Hannah. And coming up next is Palestine Remembered. And have a great day. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.